All right, the numbers are in and they don't look great. The province's Education Quality and Accountability Office released the results of standardized testing today. And to be honest, it doesn't really instill a lot of hope in the public school system, despite the fact that the province has invested $60 million to increase math skills. And that includes, you know, teaching an hour of math a day in each class. I think that's what we were subjected to in grade school. And three math specialist teachers to every school for the second straight year. 50% of grade 6 students met the provincial standard in math four years ago. To put it in perspective, that was at 67%. So we've dropped quite a bit. Grade 3 students have decreased one percentage point in math. And of the students who met the standard in grade 3 back in the day, by the time they got to grade 6, they're ones that are now falling short. Uh, This doesn't look great. Annie Kidder joins us. Annie Kidder is the executive director and founder of People for Education. Annie, welcome to the show. I appreciate you being here. Thank you very much. I just want to warn you, there will be flight announcements in the background because I'm in an airport. Okay, well, hopefully you don't miss yours while you uh, give us your time. (laughs) Annie, this is not a positive trend. Um, no, it, it isn't a positive trend, um, and it's been a, a, you know, a fairly long-term one, I think, in the math results. And I think one of the things that's interesting is that, you know, they interview, there's a survey, they survey all the students who take the test, mm-hmm. and the sur- students are still saying that they, you know, that they don't feel that they're good at math or that they struggle in math. And I think that um, that's one of the things that, that we have to look at that rather than, you know, there's the, the quote about, you know, keeping on doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result, um, that, that it's possible that we're not looking at the right things when we're thinking about how kids are doing in math, um, that just adding more time or um, saying, you know, we need different teacher supports aren't necessarily what's going on with kids, I think. Sorry. Well, what, what should we be looking at then? Well, I think that there there has, you know, we have been saying for a long time there's a problem with judging the success of the whole system by just two, uh, just by you know, the three R's, basically, by reading, writing, and math. Mm-hmm. Reading, writing, math are incredibly important. Um, but I think that if we were, uh, you know, had more ways to look at more of the broader competencies, so how are, what are their students' kind of social-emotional skills, which aren't soft, airy-fairy things, which are really have to do with their understanding of keeping on working when things are difficult. Um, there are creative competencies that have really a lot to do with math. Um, and so I think that, you know, what we need to look at in these results is to try to understand the why. And, and definitely, you know, nothing that we've done so far seems to have addressed that. But we have to be careful that we don't make the mistake of, you know, shifting everything in one direction, the pendulum kind of swinging back in a direction where we'll tip it in a different way. So we've got to take these, we've got to take them at face value and go, yep, there's been a change and it keeps going down in math. Uh-huh. And there's obviously a problem there. Um, but we have to make sure that we're looking at, at the whole system too, or all of those incredibly, the skills that are important for long-term success. Annie, are I mean, you saying that this could be a confidence pro- problem? 
Well, it's hard to, I mean, I think what I am saying is you can't actually tell from this these results what the problem well, is. Well, I mean, it's, an, it's a number, you know, the, the whole math is based on numbers and the numbers are coming in. Uh, they don't look uh, very healthy as far as math skills go. Skills go. So, I, I, I mean, to me, it seems very cut and dry. And I guess that's what you're getting at, that it's not so cut and dry. But if something's not working, could it be the approach to teaching math? Is that the problem? Well, the thing is, is that the thing about this change, what's interesting in the in the decline is everything else has stayed the same. So the teaching approach is the same. Um, so it's it, it may be, and people are saying there may be an attitude, confidence, attitude, societally, have we all somehow all gone math is hard and uh you know it's it's kind of dry and you know difficult and nobody likes it have we done something you know uh, is that the problem or is the problem that we're not actually working on the confidence skills the the creative skills the the other areas that teach kids to deal with um you know uh, taking risks failing trying again being, you know, uh, critical thinkers, which involves, hmm, you know, I worked on it this way, this isn't working out, maybe I should try it in a different way. And so, you know, what our worry has been is that part of the reaction has been, you know, well, we're going to do math for longer, but doing the same thing for longer is also not necessarily the, uh, the thing that's going to make a difference here. I think it's also important to remember when we're looking at these results, um, and I was trying to find other pieces of them, that the standard... Uh, in reading, writing, and math in Ontario is a B. So it's not like all the kids are failing. It's not like the other half of the kids are failing. Mm. They're actually mostly passing, but just passing. And they're certainly, um, you know, yeah. But you know, when the there's a lot of people listening right now, Annie, and and they're, you know, we're paying good money for our teachers in Ontario. We're 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 spending our tax dollars on uh on what we want to be the great equalizer. As far as it doesn't matter what background you come from, mm-hmm. we are going to give you a good education. And so when people hear, um, you, you know, this the what you're saying, I think there are some people that are sitting back in their car and saying, wait a minute, what? why don't we go back to the days where we emphasize repetition and drills and problem solving? What's wrong with that? Because it seems to have worked in the past. And what I'm hearing is that, uh, it, you know, the math, the way we're doing it right now, my kid is at risk of falling behind. I'm going to have to hire a tu- tutor. If I can't afford that, my kid's at risk. Well, I think that, again, we have to kind of watch that because... Um, a, there's the evidence isn't there that the drilling is the thing that would have made the difference either. So we have to be careful about, and again, because the teaching method hasn't changed in the last five years or six years, at, but the scores have gone down. Um, and I think that you know that we have to we have to remember that part. We have to also remember that overall, uh, Ontario students do uh, better in most areas than students in the rest of Canada and in the rest of the world. So even in math. Um, on international PISA scores by the time kids are 15, um, Ontario students are in the, you know, among the top 10 in the world. So we, we have to understand and sort of take it within context, but I'm not saying mm-hmm. we don't need to worry about this. I do think there is, there is obviously a problem, and, you know, the, I think the province is working on it, but I'm not sure they are addressing the right areas. And I think that it may be, you know, looking more at all those surveys of kids and trying to understand what it is and what has changed in their attitude 
particularly towards math, that we need to do something about. And there are programs out there, Jump Math, for instance, which is a great program, which is in a lot of schools in Ontario, that works a lot on building confidence. It's not a drilling program at all, but much more, um, you know, works on how to get kids to be excited about math, to enjoy math, to feel confident in math. And so, I, you know, I don't think we have to go back to something, mm-hmm. but I do think that we have to take this seriously. And But we have to look um, more broadly than just, you know, I have a kid that I always use her as example, poor child, who can do advanced <laughs> statistics, but uh-huh. she doesn't know her times tables. But she can, and she went through the Ontario system. Well, um, listen, know, so, Annie, yeah. I was that kid that had problems with the times tables. Yeah. And you know what happened? My mother sat me down every Saturday morning <laughs> and before I could watch cartoons. No, no joke. She got uh-huh. out of bed early. And uh-huh. she'd do, okay, we're doing threes this week. Uh-huh. And I'd have to be able to recite the threes. And we'd go through them and through them and through them until they were locked in before I could watch cartoons. And, I mean, so, yeah, you're right. The problem has existed for a while. But, I mean, holy, somehow the system had failed me even back then. Well, yeah, but you ha- but it's but it's important to remember, again, using my daughter, this is not scientific, it's only one person, that this is a person who can't do much multiplication at all, but she can do advanced statistics. So her understanding of incredibly complex math mm-hmm. is very, very deep, but she doesn't have that automaticity, it's called, that your mother helped you gain, and I certainly got when I went to school, mm-hmm. um, where they were drilled into me. So, and there are lots of, you know, different people with different opinions about how it's very, very important that all of that, they, the automaticity is there, and there are others who go. It's we, you know, it's really about the attitudes, and it's really. I mean, maybe we also, you know, coddle our children a little bit too much, and you know, don't want them to, you know, fail or have a hard time. So it may be partly learning to work hard at things that are hard. Um, all right, and and, and I'm to gonna it all fun. I'm gonna leave it there, Annie, because I have to. Funnily enough, you've got to catch a flight, and we've got to get out to the skies okay. to take a look at our drive out there. Thanks <laughs> oh, so much for joining fun. me, Annie. Okay, Cheers, bye-bye. Annie Kidder, executive director of, uh, of and founder of People for Education.